hello and welcome everyone to another episode of the Gymnasium Podcast with me, XFL Jim, joined as always by my lovely, illustrious co-host, Chase Lupine Fiasco Sessoms. How are you doing, buddy? I'm living the living the impossible dream here, like Don Quixote, the man from La Mancha. Did you ever have to read that in high school? No, never. We read it a little bit in Spanish class, and then we mm-hmm. watched the movie. And I like I, I liked the movie a little bit. I didn't I didn't like the book because I I'm gonna I'm gonna be straight up with you. Um, my my parents uh moving out of my my childhood home to their like retirement like house that they bought, and uh in the uh I don't know. I mean, for me personally, like anytime I go to my parents' house, like I immediately go upstairs to my childhood bath- bathroom and drop yeah. a deuce. Yes. It's more reclaiming your territory. Yeah. And so there, there was like, there, there was always this like weird, like Don Quixote uh, painting in there. So for some reason, um, I decided to quote Don Quixote thinking about, you know, childhood deuces, um, which my sister actually is dubbed going forward uh, anytime I poop in one of my relatives house uh, living the impossible dream. So you've kind of like Pavloved Don Quixote with pooping. A little bit. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it. Just tilting at those windmills, son. I I have uh, I've Pavloved. Obviously, everyone knows I'm a garage guy. I've Pavloved garage doors closing behind me. OK, like when, it's game like, time. It, yeah, it's kind of like you're 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 heading home. You're good. Like the whole journey from work to getting home. And then that garage door closes and all of a sudden your body's like, oh, I'm at home. Red alert, red alert. Yeah. Game on. Game on. Your like TTC, turd touching it, cloth. It's got to happen now. It's, it's got to happen. happen. Yeah, there we go. So That's two are, minutes of poop talk. There we go. Hey, that's how we want to start. We will start pooping on every show. I don't give a yeah. fuck. There's some sports stuff going on, though. There's a little bit. Of, we got we got a little bit of college basketball coming. We got we got yeah. the, the month of madness. I, I don't know about you, but I started when I first started streaming and getting on stuff and everything. I started in March last year. I started the gymnasium last year, and then instead of, like, aside from doing the gymnasium, every single night, once the first March Madness brackets came out, every single night until the tournament started, I would fill out a bracket live on stream. I'm probably going to do that again this year. I like it. I like it. It's it's nice. It's nice to hit these sort of milestones, right? It's very nice. It's, it's, it's amazing to look back. I'll have to look and see. It's been almost a year since I started this thing. It's been it's been almost a year. We'll I want to say sometime in March. Yeah, and what I joined you in like June or so, and then you joined. You joined in like May, dude. You joined early. Yeah, I mean we're per- getting pretty May close to being like being one year together slash past one year of of just gymnasium goodness. Uh, yeah, man, it's uh. Time's flying. It's gone by so quick. We've done so many episodes. What what episode is this? This what is episode we... 46. Jesus. This is episode 46. The gymnasium this... is old enough to leave its wife and buy a Mazda Miata. Okay, so literally March 6th. So a week from today, a week from yesterday, will be the show will have been one year old. Hey. All right. So what I, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, fucking amazing. And then I think you joined episode 12. I can actually look that up too and see the exact date. May 31st, the end of May. We'll have to do another. We're going to, we're going to squeeze every bit of an anniversary. We can out of this. I might, you know what that means? I might do is I might have to make a compilation 
Of our just our finest our finest gymnasium moments. I'm gonna have to watch a lot, rewatch a lot of this this show. That's that's a lot of watching us. That is a whole lot for sure. Because I mean, come on, we're, we're that's like thirty plus hours. It's and those first episodes were long. Yeah, those like all the college football ones, especially during the season and especially preseason, we were previewing every single college football and NFL game. Uh, those ones are going to take a while to get through. It's going to be it's going to be a nice slog. So we're both in like content. What how long did it take you to get over the sound of your own voice? At least a few months, at least a few months. Um, more, more. So when did you start like actively having to hear yourself talk? Let's see. I started with on the wrong lead doing those, those horse racing uh, live streams on, on, on the YouTubes and on the discords and such. Um, I don't know. I probably started two years ago, honestly. Um, and I would say, I don't know. It was probably whenever we started doing the on the wrong lead podcasts, um, probably about a year and a half ago where it really, when I would actually go back and listen to them and hear my own voice, like it took, it wasn't so much like my own voice as much as my cadence and how often I said ums or uhs. Like I just became so painfully aware of every time that I said like, um, or, uh, and now I just kind of push through it, but I also feel like I've gotten like better at it. Like I don't say, uh, as often as I do, or as, as I used to. The big thing for me, and I feel like I still do this. I still feel like I say, uh, and like, and whatnot when I'm doing solo stuff a little too much. Cause sometimes you're just trying to think of stuff to fill a void. Right. The big thing for me was I thought I sounded so much more nasally and higher pitched when I was like editing content than when I'm just normally speaking. Well, I think it's just your your natural predilection to sound like a wiener a little bit, you know. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's I didn't mean that. I didn't mean. You I mean, I, like I kind of do. I, when I look back, when I first started, and maybe it's just because I was way more self conscious back when I started, because I started making videos and whatnot when I was about 11, 12 years old. So maybe I was we grew more up in different then. eras, my man. Dude, I was making. I, I, I can't find it right now because it's such a small, small channel, but I was making World of Warcraft machinima videos as my first pieces of content. I only understood three of those words. <laughs> to, be, to be frank, <laughs> that was the World of Warcraft. I have no idea what any of that else means. So machinima back in the day, it was a big thing in like the early 2010s and the late 2000s. Is that the kosher wine machinima? Yes. Also, okay. also we, we drink plenty of kosher wine in this in this household. Manischewitz. No, I've seen it. I've seen the bottles of Manischewitz in the garage. I know. I'm Fuck aware. Yeah, buddy. Fuck yeah. But um it was it was how you it was people made videos and sometimes feature length films through video games. Oh. So they would make like quick I would make like quick animations and one quote unquote animations. I'd make videos in video games. And there was a big inspiration to me. There was this guy who in World of Warcraft made a feature-length, two-and-a-half-hour-long film that I remember watching when I was a kid. And it wasn't fun. It was like a serious fantasy film. They had voice actors and everything, and little 11-, 12-year-old me was blown away. It's a cool concept. It's quite the undertaking, I will say. Quite the I undertaking. Just, I just did voice acting, so I had my shitty, like, video game mic, like your office mic. Yeah, We get an yeah. Office Max. Yeah. And then... um. 
then I would just record myself straight into the computer on Windows Movie Maker. Look at how we've come up. We started Look. we started at the machinima. Now we're here. Now we're in the garage. Now we're here. Yeah. Now we're here in the fucking garage. And your team is like battling up. I think Arkansas back to March Madness, by the way. They're yeah. getting hot at the perfect time. Oh, they've been hot. They've been hot. I know they've, they've won. been like they've been nothing but hot. Like they heated to me, they started heating up. Like February they start they were heating up. They've always they've been good throughout the whole season. But to me, February is when they started heating up and now they're red hot. Yeah, 12 of the last 13, we've beaten three ranked opponents in the process. Like we've got a, a, a good number of like top 25 wins. We're we're I mean, we're playing against teams that are supposed to be like, you know, I mean, Kentucky's a really good team and we managed to manage to beat them at home. Um handled Auburn, which Auburn looks like they have their troubles on the road, but but still, I mean, it's it's hard to win that many games in a stretch. Like I, I was almost laughed out of the cut and nets uh, um, group chat a couple uh, weeks ago, whenever we had this like six game stretch coming up to end February, I was like, we're going to win four of six. And like Gino, who, you know, very much into his stats and his Ken Palm was like, Ken Palm says you're going to win one of six. I was like, dude, believe me, four of six. I'm telling you, it's going to happen four of six. Five of six, son. Five. We and the one we lost was by one point at Alabama. Yeah, they're Which getting hot. We got. I'm gonna, the, call, I'm gonna call bullshit. By the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't give a damn for Ken or his Pomeranian. Um, I, I'm gonna. I mean, we're gonna be a, a dangerous team come tournament time. Very, very dangerous team. And just it, more teams we, more games we win, the the higher we're moving up. You know, in the in the seating. I've seen us as like a five seed right now. Maybe some people have us as like a four. I think we could quite possibly honestly be get up to like a three seed. Um, if think, we keep if we keep winning games, then maybe a two. I think if Arkansas does end up being a five seed, they've got to be like top two, if not top one, the most dangerous five seed in the whole tournament. Yeah, like, got to be. That'd be incredibly dangerous. Yeah, and there, believe me, there are tons of Razorback fans who are pissed right now that we only moved up four spots after you had uh, Kansas lose, Gonzaga lose, Kentucky lose, all those teams, you know, ahead of us, yeah. and we went from 18 to 14. In, in my mind, we're a top 10 team, but you know what? Fucking let's just play games, and we'll see. That, we'll see who, who who should be ranked where after after it's all done. It's that, and I feel like rankings in general matter less in basketball. It's just all about seeding. Pretty much. Like, the rankings don't matter until it's actually the day of the tournament and you figure out where you're seated. Right, right. Now, it's it, – I mean, a lot of it is a, is a, prize, a pride thing. And, I mean, we did our typical Arkansas thing of we start off, like, red hot in the, uh, in, in the non-conference and then we immediately just shit the bed in conference play and then we just surge. And it's so weird because it's, it's not just, like, this team and it's not, like, just this coaching staff. But it's like transcended coaching staffs. That's always it, it just seems like one of those things that doesn't matter who's coaching or who's playing. It's just what we always do. So does this mean if Auburn loses one more game? I I really selfishly, I want Arkansas to win the SEC so bad. There's there's a chance. I mean, what? I think there are four games left. Three, are, maybe. I think there are two. There are two. You guys play LSU and you play Tennessee. 
Yeah, and we have to go to we have to go to Tennessee. So I mean, if Auburn loses another one, if Kentucky loses another one, then there's a chance we could win the regular season SEC. The issue and with you, that is Auburn plays Mississippi State and South Carolina. Where, do they play them on the road? Um, they play. They, okay, so they play Mississippi State on the road. That's not that's not a guaranteed win. I mean, they they went to the wire with Georgia on the road. They've gone to they lost to Florida on the road. They lost to Arkansas on the road. Speaking of which, Mississippi plays Kentucky uh, in the next game, but Kentucky has to go to Florida. It could happen for you, Jim. It could happen. It could very much happen. On my homer note, Nebraska men's basketball got their first and I assume only road win of the season. These last games hey, against Penn State. Way to go. Yeah. They, won like, they won by like 20 points too. They dominated them. That's amazing. I I think that was your only chance to say they dominated them all season. Um, they Because they very much have not dominated anybody. No, they're big bad. They're real bad. They are. They are. Um, <laughs> they got big, big bad energy. They are 8 and 21 bad. <laughs> they're a way record one and eight baby one and eight on the road <laughs> it's about that one though it's about that one two and 16 in conference that hurts it's a tough wonder, basketball conference for what is very much not it never has been a basketball school i wonder who their other conference one is when's the last time you guys were in the tournament uh it was tim miles second season i want to say it was like 2013 and it had been a long time before that. Uh, yeah, it had been a long, long time. I could actually look it up real quick. Let me... Come on, come on, come on. Uh, NCAA tournament results. Yeah, 2014. And then before that, it was 1998. Oof. And we lost to Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. And before that, Weird. it was... So... Hey, guess what? Just like our basketball school, here's Nebraska making it to the NCAA tournament in the 90s. They made it in 91, 92, 93, 94, and 98. I believe we are the only mid-major to have never won an NCAA tournament game. Never. Wow. No, they've so they've made it all of these years. They made so But Nebraska, they've never but they've never won a game in no, the actual so tournament. So here are the here is the entirety of Nebraska basketball's NCAA history. They made it for the first time in 1986 um, as a ninth seed. They lost 59 to 67 to Western Kentucky. 91 as a three seed. <laughs> they lost to the 14 seed Xavier 84 to 89. That hurts. That that one really hurts. <laughs> 92 <laughs> as an eight seed lost to UConn 65 to 86. Uh, 93 is a 10 seed New Mexico state in 79, 93, 94 is a six seed. They lost to Penn 80 to 90, 98. They lost to Arkansas as an 11 seed. Arkansas was the six seed. Um, they lost 65 to 74. And then in 2014, they lost to Baylor 60 to 74. Well, I mean, room to grow, right? There's nowhere to go but up. Literally, That's right. That's how you have to think about this. Literally in the last two decades, Tim Miles is the best Nebraska basketball coach we've ever had because he, he just had to make a tournament. That's all you got to do. And you're one of like the top four coaches of all time here. <laughs>
Man, Fred Hoiberg's a good coach, but I have to wonder what he was thinking ever leaving Iowa State. Like, he's, you know what his nickname is, right? He's the mayor of Ames. Like, that, how do you, I understand NBA money, but still. But still. It's not just NBA money. I feel like college coaches get this to some respect as well, like football coaches, where the NFL is the premier, the top, the elite. So you want to you want to prove that you're more than just a college coach, that you're yeah, you a wanna prove that you're badass coach. basketball coach, yeah. But I, I don't know, because I don't – there's obviously – we've seen plenty of examples of college coaches not succeeding in the NFL. I don't know if a great NFL coach necessarily translates to college. That's a good point. Because I mean, the big, the biggest change between the two is the recruiting. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a whole different animal. That is a, that is a whole different animal, like going and winning, winning, you know, winning on the, on the, the, uh, the love seat, you know, in a recruits home winning the, bo- the battle of the living room. Like that's hard to do. And I mean, some people will, I mean, I'm sure some kids will actually bite on the whole, this man is coached at the next level. Like he knows what it takes to get you there sort of thing. But like other people are so much more polished with what they're what they're presenting to these kids and their families that like it's got to be hard to like get there. And I mean, because when you're pros, I mean, the answer is like, well, we're just going to throw money at this person. I guess now you could do that with college. Technically, I mean, maybe you'll see more NFL coaches look, I mean, actually be, at, be good. Look at Texas A&M with the number one recruiting class of all time just by throwing bajillions of dollars. Right, right. In true Texas A&M fashion, they are a disgusting people. Hey, it worked for them, though. I mean, it worked as far as recruiting goes. They, As far as on-field results, those are to be... Be the most expensive 8-4 and team ever. That's something, though. That's still a record. They'll hang a banner for that. Yeah, yeah. Here, the $50 million 8-4 Texas A&M Aggies. While we're on the subject of college football, I feel like we have to talk about the the grambling state jesus <laughs> just dominant like clusterfuck going on there hugh jackson the hiring shitstorm and firing of art briles in the, the the sneaky bastards as soon as the the shit in ukraine as soon as the war in ukraine popped off they thought they could sneak that by us nope nope not so much uh if you're wondering uh how long it takes uh, for, you know, uh, covering up like sexual assault uh, and, and rape allegations of, uh, for your team. How long it takes for that to go away? Apparently longer than this. That's I guess would be the best way to answer my my guess is probably never. Those sh- that should never go away, quite honestly. But uh, I, I my, think they just kind of th- thought people had forgotten by now. Nope. My opinion is never. No. But I bet you give it ten years, someone will someone will try. These these I mean coaches to some respect. It's such a it's such a boys club, and to some respect these schools will do quote unquote anything to win. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's, there's every time a school hires them though, it's just going to be the biggest media shitstorm. Shitstorm, right? Deservedly I mean, it's like, so. It's like their basketball coach that like. Tr- tried to like interfere with the, like a murder investigation. Like he's actually back coaching basketball again, but you bet your sweet ass. It's not division one, you know, top conference. It's like division two, II, division three, like somewhere around there. And he had to go super, he had to go super Christian, like for, to, to get that stink off of him. Well, and Bryles before this, he was coaching football in Italy. 
Yeah. Like he was actually coaching football abroad in Europe for a little bit. Yeah. Which I mean, you know, Italians are a little more handsy just by yeah, nature. They, yep. It's just, it's in their nature. Uh, shout out to any Italian listening to this. Miscusi. Miscusi for saying that. I don't understand, even if you're not looking at it from a moral perspective, which is don't hire this disgusting man who covered up sexual assault cases. If you're just looking at it from the point of, do I want to keep my job? What's the quickest way to get fired as an athletic director? It'd be, hire it'd Art be, Yeah, putting together a compensation package for that gentleman. That's a, that's a surefire way. Like, what makes you think going after him is such a good idea? The only way you touch the Bryles name is with Kendall Bryles. Yeah, which we did at Arkansas quite you successfully. Did. Did. I mean, he's good. Like, the, hey, the offense is good. That was that was his dad. It wasn't on him. Just want to say for the record. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know what was going on there. But you just you don't fucking touch Art Bryles. It's just a very no. dumb, stupid, immoral thing to do. It'd be like touching Urban Meyer at this point. Uh, dude, there would be schools that will go after Urban Meyer. Someone will go after Urban Meyer. If he wants to coach in college, he'll coach in college. Yeah, I, I kind of think that unless it's the fact that he's unless won a national he championship, unless he wants to retire, like that's the only way I can see him being employed. Like that, I ha- would have a hard time putting him back on like Fox for the big Saturday kickoff or whatever it is yeah. that they, they had him on. That that's not gonna happen again. Like, well, especially they'll have other personalities they can put on for that, right? And like they they overlooked they overlooked some dirt bag to put him on television. Now they they it's like now we have a lot more recent dirt bag and like we tried to sweep it under the rug, but now there's just like this big lump of dirt bag under the rug that, that people are that tripping on. Re, like when they hired him originally, he left a winner. Right. He left a national, like he's been a, a national championship winning coach, super successful in college. No, no losing. He's, he's leaving the NFL, not only disgraced and a loser, but with more baggage. Right. Right. He and has all, and all that baggage and he's a loser now. Pope Urban, ladies and gentlemen, big, big round of applause, big right. round of applause. Pope, Pope Urban Meyer. Live life. God, I hate Urban Meyer so much. So much. Dude, so many so schools much. would hire him. So many, there are so many colleges that would hire him. Yeah, absolutely. He's one of what? Like, there's four coaches that have won a playoff. Yeah. There's yeah. Nick Saban. Five. There's Nick Saban, Davo Swinney, Ed Orgeron, Smart, Ed Orgeron, and Urban Meyer. Yeah. Yep. There are four of those. Ed Orgeron included that come with way less baggage. Yeah, and that's impressive. Yeah. That's, that's Go Tigers. very impressive. Go Tigers. God, I want Ed O to coach my team. I, he's he's going to retire. He's not coming back. Part part of me wanted to see him uh, in the USFL. I'm holding out hope for the XFL. Oh, if he coaches the X. Uh, speaking of which, we're just going to roll right into this now. I have a little bit of XFL news coming. Uh, I have a big video coming out tomorrow with some XFL news in mind. I'm going to be showing Chase a picture. I will include a link to this picture in the audio notes, so just be aware of that, people. Here's the picture right here. I want Chase to to describe what he's seeing right here. All right, top right, we got uh, Danny Garcia. Top left, or next to Danny Garcia, we've got what appears to be uh, covid got John Cena below. We've got it looks like it looks like it's all connected. It looks like you figured out some sort of conspiracy and that everything is connected. Where's the yarn? There's a I didn't have any yarn on me. I just had to use the pictures, but I have a a notebook 
filled with ideas and thoughts and the connections. There's a lot going on here. I'm just gonna I'm gonna walk to the board right now and I will tell you one of the things on it that is written down. Which real quick, Jim, does this okay. one go straight to the top? It goes it goes higher than I could have ever imagined. Yes. It goes beyond the top. Yes. Okay. So which one do I wanna oh this one just says where does the rock get his juice? Here it is. Here's here's one I like a lot. So we have the EL. These are the global brands of football. We have mm. ELF, X League, USFL, XFL, and NFL. Those are seven L's if you put them together. If I if I squiggle it a little bit, it's seventy eight. Vince McMahon in the year twenty twenty three, he's going to be seventy eight years old. That has to mean something. Yeah. Yeah, sure it does. Yeah, it does, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. You just you you keep doing you keep doing what you're doing, man. You're gonna there's a, there's a lot to gonna, cover here. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna hash this all out in no time. In it's, no time. It's, I think what what I, I planned you, on being a this two minute amazing. video. What I planned on being a two minute video turned into it's all like connected. 20, Twenty minutes of my life. It blew my mind how connected everything is. You need a cigarette and you need a coffee. You need a so, cup hey, of coffee hey, and hey, a styrofoam. Hey. In the video, I go through two cigarettes in about five minutes. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's exactly what I was looking for. Perfect. It's fucking, it's perfect. I mean. Then, ca then carry on, good sir. Carry I'm, on. I think this is what might happen. If I if I try and step out of myself for a little bit and look back, this might be just what happens to my system with the lack of XFL news. You, yeah. Chase can attest to this, people, that what was it two weeks ago the week after the super bowl i said there will be xfl news we had the we had the xfl nfl partnership announcement which is amazing and i love that we could talk about that a little bit but i wanted like cities coaches i wanted real big stuff yeah yeah and it just kind of teased you a little bit it didn't happen this is i think this is what you get this is what you get when i get teased maybe i should get teased more often because i think this is going to make for a really good video I think you're full on edged at this point, sir. <laughs> Some people have to pay extra for that. That's true. That's true. That's a time consuming proposition. I don't, I don't think I got your takes on spring fever about it, but what do you think about the XFL NFL uh, like deal collaboration? I like it because I think it, it being the NFL test lab, if you will, uh, lends itself to longevity of of a spring league like that. You know, it's not like it's the G League or anything, but like it, it's almost like it's the the proving ground, the test kitchen, if you will, for for the NFL at this point. And that's going to ensure that it stays around a long time. You know, instead of having having, you know, these sort of you know, with the orig original XFL where it was just kind of there and gone and then the shutdown because of COVID, like there, there's another big league now invested in keeping it around and, and, you know, using it as its proving ground. It's like the salt flats. It is. And I know some people, me included, were potentially worried that the XFL could turn into a farm league for the NFL, but I don't think that would happen. I think if anything, they won't, send they won't just like pick up players or whatnot obviously all these players are wanting to go to the nfl that's the end yeah. goal for the players that are in the usfl the cfl and the xfl they want to play in the nfl but the xfl has always prided itself on being an innovative league testing out new rules testing out new things for the consumer to do and if the nfl wants to partner with that and adopt some of these rules adopt some of these new things and maybe tweak them to their own way i think that's a match made in heaven 
Yeah, I mean, because there were some absolutely great things that the XFL was doing uh, in their in their last iteration before the COVID shutdown. That is stuff that you would love to see in the NFL now, like hearing hearing them like talk out like video replays, like hearing what's going through people's minds as they as they talk out through these replays. Um, you know, uh, the NFL's kind of leaned into like a a, a part partnership relationship with with sports gambling, but like you know, the XFL pretty much like full on like accepted it, like is, is pretty much into it. Yeah, they have uh, the announcers talking about the spread during the game. Yeah, and you have things that are, I mean, there's some innovation in terms of how they're handling like point afters and things like that, that like, hey, man, I wouldn't mind seeing. And if they have a better way to do uh, overtime, I think you fixed a big gripe for a lot of people watching the NFL this year. I think so. I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm gonna I'm always gonna be an optimist when it comes to these kinds of things. I did see some takes and I was kind of on this train of, maybe the CFL should have heard them out or maybe like were these talks going on simultaneously with the CFL or did they go to the NFL after or what's going on there? Yeah, I really don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. I, I, uh, I, this is something I never thought I would say as a seventh grader, but here I am saying it now as a 36 year old man, which is, uh, I trust the rock and his business savvy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, the guy's tequila business just became super huge. The guy, he just doesn't miss. No, he doesn't. He's a hell of a talent. Hell of a talent. No, I, 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 I trust The Rock's business savvy. I, I'm, you know what? I'm going to say it loud. I'm saying it proud. I'm saying it again. I trust The Rock's business savvy. Well, doubly in my opinion, because in their press release in the XFL on their website, they mentioned that this partnership involves testing like international, le- like, things they're going to be testing potentially i assume international cities the nfl we all know wants to get more international they're they're i think i saw a release today or yesterday they're planning on doing games in germany in london still in mexico like the nfl wants to get more global and i think yeah. that's always been a big goal for the xfl right now and the cfl already does a global draft so why wouldn't they why wouldn't the cfl want to get involved with these leagues it just doesn't make sense to me uh, I mean, I, I think they view themselves as their own like unique entity. I'm guessing that's the only thing I could think is that there's a little bit of Canadian nationalism there. True, true, and I love the CFL. It's an amazing sport. You know, it's... you and I both love the Rouge more than most things. Hey, people kicking things who should not be kicking things in front of stadiums full of people, and it's only worth one point. Give me higher stakes. There are none. There are none. And I think with higher stakes, I think that that the high stakes, the intensity, I think that segues very well into our next segment, the segment where we get to yell about sports, folks. Let me get the let me get the music going right now. I got it. Fix my pocket square. Let me get my jacket on here. Let me get the timer ready, because we're ready to yell about some sports. Are you ready, Chase? Let's do this. Okay, get the timer ready, and go. The CFL is nothing without the XFL and the NFL. Football is an American sport. It's an American round egg. We stole it from Britain. Soccer's shit. I don't 
don't know how you ignore the good looks of a Justin Trudeau. Of how, how the CFL has evolved. They put out a good product. They put out a good product every year. People are just now starting to pay attention to it. They can do whatever they want. Canadian these, nationalism all the way. These maple syrup sucking sons of bitches have got nothing on my dope, LeBron James. Listen, listen. Michael Jordan is the GOAT. If the GOAT were a Canadian fur trapper that traveled down the Mississippi River to Louisiana. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense, but that's what I'm saying. You know what doesn't make sense? The fact that LeBron James' hairline keeps receding, but keeps growing at the same time. I like to see your goat do that. My goat had the good goddamn sense to get clean shaved, not get his hair cut by a goddamn weed whacker. Your goat is a gambling addict, god dang it. Yes, he is, and I love him every minute for it. And I think that's a perfect way to end sports yelling. Good sports yelling. Good sports yelling. That was yelling. always good. It's, it's a good way to, like, get any rage you have out. Just get it out. Just get Just, it out. Have you ever have you ever seen, uh, have you ever been or seen a rage room? Uh, yes, I have. I have. Um, uh, speaking of the business savvy of The Rock, I think the first time I saw a rage room was on an episode of Ballers. Nice. Have you ever been to one? I have not, but I would like to. I think you would like it. I would. I, I would do minimal damage. Minimal. No, we. I would smash so many. I would break all the rules because I don't think you're supposed to actively like throw yourself into things. That's bullshit. But so, they give you a sledgehammer. I I got something that I would like to to bring up that kind of goes with you know current world affairs and everything. If you were if you were a Russian conscript and you were you were invading Ukraine. How vigorously would you shit your pants if you turned the corner and you saw the Klitschko brothers carrying AKs? Because they are actually fighting in the yeah. streets of Kiev right now. The Klitschkos, the two world heavyweight title holders who just basically traded it like between themselves. Like, we gun, we don't need gun. We punch a face in. Like, that's awesome. Fucking Ukrainians are built differently, and I dig it. Big ups they really to Ukrainians. Are. They're fucking built different. That should be the tagline. Like, hey, you know how uh, each country has their tourism tagline? Yeah. That's that's Ukraine. We're built different. They are built different. Like, the old lady uh, telling Russian soldiers, like, put some of these sunflower seeds in your pocket so when you die, flowers will grow where you fall. Such a badass thing to say. Fuck. Yeah, lady, you tell them. So it's that's that's all... It's a country of amazing one-liners. Pretty much. Just go Ukraine. Uh, that's 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 all I was going to mention on it, but I wanted to bring that up. The fact that the Klitschko brothers are ready to do hand-to-hand combat. Like, I, I just war over. War I would have over. My, uh, I would have my early pants shitting of the year. Yeah. Just go ahead and get I, that one out of the way right I, there I'd, where I'd you saw Vitaly. I'd be, like, I'd be like, that one's done. I'm good for the year. It's like, oh, there's there's Vitaly. I'm getting out of here. Turn around. Boom. Vladimir. Boom. Klitschko's. You're in a Klitschko sandwich. That sounds actually kind of hot. That does sound kind of hot. I think it's because they're the first syllable of their name. It's, it's, I mean, that doesn't exist, but okay. <laughs> it's a myth. I think we are going to segue <laughs> this talk of Ukraine-Russia into our favorite segment where we grade random bullshit. And this week on the wheel of random bullshit that we're grading, we came up. You know what came up, Chase? What's up? Cereal. We're grading cereal. 
All right. A passion of mine. I love cereal. I don't love it for breakfast as much as some people, but I like eating cereal for a nice dessert or a late night snack. I, I'd never eat it in the morning. I definitely always eat it late at night. You know what I just had? You know, my, my, my beautiful wife found for me at the, uh, at the, the Dollar Tree. What was it? Dunkaroos cereal. Cool. Yeah. F my B. That shit is good. So right here, I went to Nerdist and I found they have the top 50 cereals ranked. We'll see about this. We're going to be giving each one of these a grade going down from 50 to one. Yeah. Number one, already have an issue with it because I don't are, really are we are we yell- are we yelling about it? We can because because we got that sports yelling graphic up. Oh, damn it. You're right. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. It's all right. See it. Boom. We will there we go. We can yell about it if we feel like it. Number 50, shredded wheat. F. Yeah, F. <laughs> Is it frosted? No. No, F. it's not. Moving it's on. Shredded wheat is fucking terrible. 49, grape nuts. D. Uh, yeah, D minus. Number 48, booberry. B. I'm gonna give booberry a B. I like I like I like booberry. B for the booberry. But up next is Frankenberry. Also a B. I I mean B plus. Just for the presence of Frankenstein. Yeah, that gets I like, the plus I like, from you. The mascot actually does a little bit for me. Okay. Next up is Wheaties. I so other than the allure of being on a box of Wheaties. Right, I think like Wheaties shit. are fucking gross. They F. taste like metal. F. They taste like nothing. They're they're bad. Yeah, man. This is that's what like I've special never... K bad. You know, they're real bad. Next one I've never heard of: nut and honey. I've heard of it. I want to say I've had it. I want to say just based off of the name, I'm going to give it a C. I'm going to give it a C. This sounds like something you'd get at the back of a strip club. <laughs> yeah. Next up, you just talked about it. It's special K. <laughs> F minus F. This is terrible. Up next is another one I haven't heard of is waffle crisps. That sounds like a British one. Ooh, that's you know waffle crisps are good. Yeah, okay, I never had. Yeah, that's like in the cookie crisp kind of family. Uh, that's I, that's an A for the waffle crisp. Okay, I'm gonna give that a not rated because I haven't had them. Next up is rice krispies. Uh, so I don't know how you eat your rice krispies, but I, I pour mine uh, into milk and then I just put a shit ton of sugar on top of them. <laughs> Exactly. And when I do that, it's delicious because so, then I'm left with sugar milk, which is it's on its own, just pretty good. Um, I, so I'm going to give it a, a C plus because it I'm, needs doctoring. I'm going to give it a C plus. I feel like Rice Krispie Treats and Original Cheerios are where I got my early sugar addiction from. So I would get Rice Krispies and then my mom would just normally add a couple like three spoonfuls of sugar, like just regular spoons. What I would do is I would get the measuring cup, the cup size measuring cup, and fill it up and pour it into my bowl of cereal. Oh, so I'm I would sorry. Have, I, would I have instantly a cup of feel sugar. sorry for all of your elementary school teachers. I would do a cup of sugar, <laughs> a full cup of sugar with every bowl of frosted. Of, um, I, of, yeah, uh, you just it, you just essentially explained to me why why I've always asked like why doesn't Jim like black coffee? It's because he's on he's hooked on that sugar. I'm hooked he's on hooked that on sugar. that white that white refined sugar. I can song. do black coffee if I have uh, a whiskey and a cigar. Okay, 
That's that. Right. I like it then. I like it like a little tiny cup of black coffee. But yeah, I would do this with Rice Krispies, and sometimes I would have two bowls. I would have like one bowl after their another. So that's just two cups of sugar. Oh just my god! Disgusting. <laughs> wash it. Wash it down with a Kool Aid. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, well, okay, before the next one, I do have one other weird food thing I did that is just now entering my brain. Mm. I would take white bread and dip it in uh, grape juice. So, like, you you just had your own impromptu communions, is what yeah, it sounds we start, like. So we did that at church when I was little. They would do it because they didn't want the kids to have wine, so they just used grape juice. And I liked the taste. So I was like, I'm just going to take this white bread and dip it in here. And yeah, I would just yeah. eat that every day. Jim, just with the body of Christ all up in his Welch's. That's true. Up next, we have alphabets. Uh, C, C. OK, I'm going to give that a not ranked. Next up, we have honeycombs. I kind of like plus. They're kind of styrofoamy. They're they styrofoamy. styrofoamy. And the only thing I like that styrofoamy to me are Funyuns. See, I don't do a fun and Cheetos, like, Cheeto puffs. Those are also oh, styrofoamy, but I don't know. Uh, they're a little less, but yes, I, I will agree with the Funyuns. I will disagree with the Cheeto puff. I love Funyuns. They are my favorite chip. Up next, Cookie Crisps. Hey, hey, they're the they're one of those few ones like they don't get soggy. Yeah. Listen, if you think that cereal is about injecting fiber into your diet and getting a healthy, balanced breakfast, then you're oh, you're oh, wrong. Fuck. You're wrong. You're just you're wrong. It's about taking dessert foods that you should have to wait all day for and be good to get and then put milk on them bitches and eating them at breakfast so you can annoy the piss out of everyone else in your third grade class. Cereal is to oatmeal what donuts are to bagels. That's how I view it. That's fucking deep. Yeah, that's fucking deep, Jim. There we go. So I like where this. Think, you, didn't, you didn't think we were getting there today, did you? This, this is where I mean, look what happens when we grade things. We get into some fucking complex thought. That was from the abstract. Up next are cornflakes. Uh, if you give it the sugar treatment, then uh, I'm just gonna give it a flat C. Oh yeah, I'll give it a C also. Um, it's not. It's it doesn't have the the same fun of a snap, crackle, and pop. Um, so it gets the C, not a C yep. plus. Next up, French Toast Crunch. Not not Cinnamon Toast Crunch, French Toast Crunch. Incomplete. Never had it. It's uh, it's, It tastes a little weird. I'm going to give it a C plus, B minus, somewhere around that range. It just tastes a little weird. It's, it's, I can't really fully explain it. As someone who's never had it, this is this is my attempt to try to explain it. I mean, to make French toast, you have to put it in like an egg wash, you know? Like, does it taste kind of like weirdly eggy? A little bit. A That's what bit. it is. That's what it is. Okay. I, I have to give it an incomplete, but I have a feeling I'd probably give it a D if I had to. Next up, honey bunches of oats with almonds. The almonds don't the almonds don't help to me, but I like I like I mean, as far as adult cereals go, this yeah. is probably the best one. I'm gonna give it a yeah. B plus. I recently had one where they have little pieces of dark chocolate in it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's legit. It's legit. Okay. That's very uh, mature of you. You know, you yeah. know, you're a grown adult when you're having dark chocolate. When dark. you actually look at the cacao percentage, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on. I'm straight to the nibs these days. <laughs> Next up, rice checks. D. I put. I like these a little bit more. I'm gonna put these as C plus because these have the same sort of thing for the sugar, 
add sugar mm-hmm. to them. I prefer these to the uh, cornflakes when I'm adding sugar. I only like a Chex if it's heavily salted and has like peanuts and stuff with it in a mix. Do you count? I, I wouldn't count this in that category because it's, it's the same cereal, but it's used for an entirely different meaning. Eh. D. I'm going to give it a C plus. Up next is Puffins, which is the Trader Joe's brand, I believe. Yeah, incomplete. You don't think I, I don't uh, buy bougie cereals? They're all right. I'm going to give them like a C. They're they're like, uh, have you ever had Cap'n Crunch? Like, they're yeah. like that without the berry parts. And a little bit harder. So they're all right. Eh. They're, they're D's. I'm going to give them eh. a C, C minus. Up next, it actually has peanut butter Cap'n Crunch. A, I love peanut butter. I am a full on peanut butter addict. Like I, I will, I will obliterate a standard jar of, of peanut butter with a spoon in a matter of like an hour and a half. Like I, I'm all about it. Now, are you chunky or creamy peanut butter? Doesn't matter. Ooh, okay. I take it any way it comes. You're a peanut fiend. I'm gonna give this one a B. I wasn't as big on peanut butter. I haven't had these in forever, but I wasn't as big on peanut butter. Peanut butter things can be gross, but I like, I likes. I'll sum it up by that saying that. There will probably be one on this list. There will probably be a peanut butter one on this list that I absolutely love. I assume Mm -hmm. it'll be on this list because it's a top tier cereal in my opinion. But we'll get to that when we get to it. Up next is Honey Smacks. This is a, this is another one that's kind of styrofoamy for me. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, I'm going to give it a, a C minus C minus D plus. We're kind of in the same range. Up next is Captain Crunch Berries. I like this one a little bit more. Yeah, but also it feels like maybe, maybe you should just get like uh fruit loops or something. If that's, if that's what you're going that, for. That is why I'm docking it down because it, it had the berries, which were in my opinion, my favorite part. But I, every time I ate it, I was like, I'd rather just be eating fruit loops. Yeah. A B. I'm going to give it a B. I'm going to give it a C plus up next. Crispix. Don't think I've ever had them. I think they're similar to Checks. I don't think I've ever had them either. Up next, Golden Crisp. A minus. They are really good. Yeah. I'm going to give it a, a B. Up next, the healthy cereal. It's Life. F. I fucking hate Life. This <laughs> <laughs> life sucks. F. Well, it. I think we we know who won't be sponsoring us anytime soon. Life cereal, or the problem. I mean, you can take that out of context. Maybe the board game too. Also, shitty board game. Also, very shitty board game. Life does in, indeed suck. Life Up sucks. Next, Cheerios with the sugar treatment, so it's got to get a C. Yep, it's a C for me. But I don't know if they have it on the list. I didn't check. I loved and still do to this day. I love frosted Cheerios, the blue box yeah, or, Cheerios. Or, or buy or them just like the straight up like Honey Nut Cheerios. Yes, delicious, Solid. delicious. We, we get a higher grade. Up next, Kicks. I like Kicks. I like Kicks. I'm gonna give Kicks an A. I don't think I've ever had Kicks. I used to. I used to get down on some Kicks, man. Yeah, Kicks. A. Okay, I'll, we'll go with the A. Up next is the a. one I was I was alluded to earlier with the peanut butter. It's Reese's Puffs cereal. Oh, A plus, A plus, a plus. so winner, winner, so good. Should they not be, should not be a breakfast food. Do not care. A plus. They don't get soggy. They flavor the milk. It's fucking amazing. Each little bite, you get the perfect amount of chocolate and peanut butter. So good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. 
I, I also like the, just the heroin model of Reese's, which is getting the Reese's peanut butter in in the jar, you know? Yep. Oh, God, the, dude. Oh, just God. put that right there. Also, they really just market it as like crack for kids, which is basically, yeah. 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 Up next, we were alluding to it a little bit with the Captain Crunch. It's tricks, which is another fruity kind of cereal. A minus, A minus, B plus, B plus. I'm gonna, go I'm gonna give it a straight A. I I was a big Tricks fan. I think the way it flavors the milk is a very big bonus, where you get that sort of fruity, sugary flavor. Big fan. Up next, Corn Pops. I don't think anyone under the age of like seventy is enjoying these now. It's like C. I'll give it a C. I because I do remember eating them with some amount of joy as a kid, but it wasn't like a go to. It's C. I'll give it a C minus. Up next, Special K Red Berries. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Anything Special K related. That's true. That's really all you need to know. Yeah, F F minus minus. (laughs) Up next, Apple Jacks. A. I'm going to give it an A. There'd be like, these are the ones out of all these kind of sweet cereals to me where I would have moments of really liking Apple Jacks and really disliking Apple. It's Jacks. a cinnamon. I feel like cinnamon is like a, is like a, like, you know, a, a, a phase thing. Like you have like hard, hardcore cinnamon phases and you have, eh, that's cinnamon true. Phases, but I always liked Apple Jacks. Um, they, I, I've never had these ones. The Apple cinnamon Cheerios. Incomplete. Never had them. Basic four. Sounds like a special K. I'm going to give it an F, it's even though I've never had it. It's like one of those cereals I've had once. Uh, they really market the fiber, so you know it tastes like shit. Yeah. Uh, Captain Crunch regular. A. A. It's solid. It's really yep. good. Honey Nut Cheerios. A, I'm going to give it an A. I, I'm going to give it an A. You, can, you don't have to sugar it. And you, you feel, you, you lie to yourself and tell you that it's good for your heart. Yeah, yeah. What well, as I pour it in whole fat milk? I mean, yeah, yeah. You can use you can use oat milk. Yeah, yeah. But why would you? It's, it's not bad. I actually kind of like oat milk. I'm embarrassed for you. Hey, it's fine. If I'm going non dairy milk, it's oat milk. If I'm going dairy milk, it's goat milk. Because I only fuck with the goats. Okay. I feel like I've learned a lot about you and I actually re- I respect everything that you've just said to me. So let's Okay. Up next, I'm for it. Frosted mini wheats. B. God damn it, dude. B plus. When you yeah. when they when you get to the bottom of the 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 bag and it's just like the the chunks of frosted and the shred and whatnot. Oh god, it's yeah. good. Yeah, it's good. That's good stuff. Up next, Cocoa Krispies. Oh, a God, a, plus. a plus. You le- you're gonna leave me with chocolate milk to drink out of the bowl later? Yeah, fucking, fucking right. A plus. A plus. Fruit Loops. A. I'm gonna give an A. I'm, they don't really get that soggy. The fruity taste comes through the whole time. They're a big, nice, sugary treat. I love. E- also, also underrated fact of Fruit Loops. Maybe the best, one of the top to uh, to eat without any milk, just to eat by the handful. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's how I, I, I yeah. If it, if you can't eat it like straight without any milk, not worth fucking with. Honey kicks. Never had. Never had either. Yeah. 
Raisin Bran. I like Raisin Bran, actually. I, I fucking hate raisins so much, man. Ha- hate the brand, love the raisins. I am I will I will I'm one of those people that will like then just put my disgusting unwashed hand into the box and start like finger picking out extra raisins for myself. Yeah, especially because the, they sugar just... the raisins. Oh god, oh, that's true. Oh. I hate and raisins. A raisin is I mean, essentially a raisin is just like sugar in like a really like tiny ball sack. You know, that's really that's really all a raisin is. I don't understand my mentality of hating raisins because I love grapes. Because they're I, just ruined grapes. I guess so. But I like dried bananas. It's like, you know, a grape is looking at some raisins like, look at how they massacred my boy. It is, is kind of like that. Up next are Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the same as like the. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. So good. Peanut Butter Puffins, the superior puffin. Basically, I assume you would rank this similar to how you would rate your peanut butter Captain Crunch. Probably, yeah. I I will I will let you put that grade on the on issue, my cereal. The issue with the Puffins brand is because it's Trader Joe's. They obviously are not going to come in as big of a container as your your wholesale like store bought cereals. So you get a little bit less. Meanwhile, I can get six pounds of orange chicken for uh, you know, no hassle at all. Up next, this might be my number one for me. This might be my favorite cereal of all time. It's Fruity Pebbles. B. A plus, but this is entirely me and it's entirely on how you do it. So I do Fruity Pebbles and then I do I – pu- I put the Fruity Pebbles in first. I pour the milk and then I top it off with some half and half. Fucking A. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's, a, that's a reaction right there. That's uh, – I I've learned some shit tonight, my man. That's uh, – I'm going to have to try that. Fucking it's real, A. It's good. It's real good. <laughs> it's real fucking good. <laughs> you kind of understand if you if you know me only now, the more I talk about my eating habits growing up, the more you kind of understand. I you may you, you, the <laughs> the enigma that is Jim makes a whole lot more sense right now uh, as we're grading these cereals. Just and wait till I tell you. I feel like unveiling your your secret cereal processes i feel like the one i tell everyone about i don't i think i told you about was cake soup yeah yeah you told me about cake soup good old, that's, good old cake soup that's how you make weight for wrestling my god that is how that's you, you step up in weight class that's how you become pre-diabetic by <laughs> pretty damn fat you're speed running life <laughs> up next golden grams <laughs> Soup. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't want to elaborate any more on that than I have to. I don't. Please don't. Uh, C plus for golden. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a C plus as well. Honey bunches of oats are next. Uh, B. Just a B. I'm gonna give it a B. As similar to um the other one, we, as far as adult cereals go, this is pretty solid. Yeah. Up next, Count Chocula. A. I'm gonna give it an A. I didn't. I didn't like this one as much as the other chocolate one. This one's got marshmallows, though, right? It does. A but plus. Next one on the list, Lucky Charms, I like way better. I would eat Lucky Charms in, in college, freshman year of college. They had it at the dorm. I would yeah. eat this every night instead of ice cream. So my my wife, uh, as a Notre Dame grad, uh, has a special relationship with Lucky Charms. And so I feel uh this isn't the main reason but i feel so lucky to have married her because it means that i get lucky charms all the goddamn time now and i will seriously 
she listen listen i have to say as quiet so she doesn't hear she started putting her cereal at one of those like stay fresh containers so i can actually see the location of the marshmallows and i will put my fucking disgusting grubby fingers in there and just start picking out marshmallows you and know, only eat sure, marshmallows i'm pretty sure there's an online service that will send you just the marshmallows oh i'm sure there is at this point i mean if you can buy the uh like the drumstick ice cream cone ends that just have like the chocolate inside <laughs> inside like that I then think, i, I guarantee found, you can just get that i think we found what we might grade next and that store-bought ice cream <laughs> yeah okay that sounds God, good i'm for it we're both fat it works yeah yeah Let's, mm, up mm. next Frosted Flakes. B plus. I like the Frosted Flakes. I do like them. I'm going to give them an A. They get soggy. They do. You got to be like pretty quick with them. They're like far superior Wheaties. Yes. They're they're Wheaties, but good. Right. Right. So B plus. They're and great. Last, but, but certainly not least. I think this might be my one B, if not my close number two. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I just polished off a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch like a night ago. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I mean, it's that's the the one of the cinnamon ones I can go to every single time, and it's because it's so cinnamony and sugary and delicious. And that is a goddamn a. I think I actually have some cinnamon toast crunch in the house in the garage. I think I'm gonna have that tonight in celebration of this list. Good on us. Good on we us. We through a shitload of these ones. Most of, I, I'm surprised by how high we graded a lot of these. So am I, honestly. God, there's such good... Man. Uh, cereal, half and sh- half. Yes, half and half and flavor. <laughs> it's a power move. It's, it's a, a power, power move. Fucking Flavor Town USA, baby. My last bit of food opinion. How do you like your mac and cheese? Like your craft store-bought box mac and cheese. Oh, I, I still make it the old way with half a stick of butter. Well, and, you, do it, uh, you do it the best way, but yeah, that, I, they, they tried like, to change it now, but no half stick no. of butter, half cup of milk. I don't like it runny. I'll get it nice and creamy. Whip it up. I like it runny. I like it. I like it sort of soupy. <laughs> and then I put I put a hot dog in there. Well, this episode's over. I Yeah. It's only the store bought though. Like if I if I make my own mac and cheese, it's got to be creamy. Now my my uncle used to do mac and cheese with Vienna sausages and ketchup. Do you have all the cheese flavoring and everything still in there? Yeah, that's psychopathic behavior, but I respect it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's you, usually when you say the word uncle, it's it's followed by descriptions of psychopathic behavior. Okay, last last bit of food. How do you do you have you uh, partake partook in in fun dips? In fun dips, like yeah, the candy, fun dip, fun like dip? The candy. It's a little fun dip. You've got your little stick, your candy stick, your powder. Yeah. Okay. How do you eat that? Because I feel uh, like I'm a psychopath when I eat it through my nose, like Tony Montana. I mean, yes, but how did you <laughs> as a kid eat it? Through my nose, like Tony Montana. I did that um, with Smarties. I did that with Smarties a lot. I think I tried to use the weird sugar tablet spoon, and then eventually it was just like. Argh. So yeah, I would. Yeah, let me get that sounded. I was away from the microphone, so. It's about is a would, description of how. I would I would buy one of the bigger packs that had like four individual ones in it. So I had mm. four sticks and four things. Pour them all together, down that, 
and then eat all the sticks just like whole <laughs> which is basically just like i'm pretty certain like when they test new medicines and they're like some people were given a placebo they were just given those fun dip sticks i think, I think so is, is how is how they handle it because they don't they just called them sugar pills so i just thought they would yeah. taste like that yeah yeah everyone everyone needs pills of sugar That's who true. doesn't i honestly would just eat spoonfuls of sugar sometimes so yeah same i'm not gonna act like i'm better than that yeah totally no we were kids it was different then and also i was so, like i was 26 <laughs> so my, my wife wakes me up the other morning and she's like uh did you like oh did you get 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 into like a, a fight with uh someone who bleeds syrup last night i was like no i made some i mean no but i made some egos in the dark why she's like there's syrup everywhere like it's on the floor it's somehow like inside the drawers it's on the table it's like yeah man i, I like egos and i don't like lights so yeah. you're it's the weird one for eggs. judging me exactly yeah. that sounds like very judgmental yeah i think that'll do it for this episode of the gymnasium this was a fun one this was a good one chase what do you got going on this week so so much things so, so much things jim buckle in it's gonna take a second here we go uh tomorrow uh new podcast to do with our, our boy eric of etoff 21 uh the cocktail hour that'll be tomorrow night uh wednesday i've got uh divine and the dog with uh my co-host megan divine of tvg fame fame we do that through uh, abr live uh then i've also got the lineup with uh beho of beho fame uh wednesday night uh friday picks porch uh got the san anita pick'em show with gino b uh saturday i've got cutting nets in the morning and then i'm also uh, making a special appearance on a america's best racing live stream for some of the big stakes races i'm gonna be on uh, i think i want to say like 5 p.m eastern I'm gonna take a look at the fountain of youth in the san felipe at san anita uh and then sunday i'm back in the gymnasium a lot of shit a lot, a lot of shit, man. Some of the, the other day, someone was like, how many shows do you do now? And I was like, eight? Almost double digits. Almost Close to it. You're getting there. Yeah. Everyone knows what I got going on. I got the gymnasium every Sunday, 8 p.m. with this guy right here. And uh, Tuesday, I usually I'm, – I'm trying to come out with a YouTube video every Tuesday. That's usually a newsy sort of video. This one, uh, as we alluded to earlier, a lot of shit going on, a lot of shit on the up and up that I have been privy to. There's been new shit come to light. Yeah. Uh, what, Wednesdays, we've got uh, we've got Spring Fever going on. That's the one I forgot. I always forget one. That was the one I All forgot. Good. Spring Fever because we're both a part of it breaking down everything spring football usfl xfl cfl every wednesday um usually it's around like 6 6 30 we'll, we'll try and blast it off whenever uh we'll, we'll try and squeeze it in and then thursday i'm unveiling a new cooking show cooking with the garage i'm gonna be cooking something in an hour kind of like the. and if uh, you've been listening for the last hour how can you not want to watch that i I'm still uh i'm still morbid fascination Yes, I'm gonna. I'm in. I'm still taking uh, suggestions. Either DM me on Twitter at XFL Gym or email me uh, XFL Gym at gmail.com your suggestion of what recipe I should make. No matter what the recipe is, I'm gonna do it in an hour and I'm gonna eat it. That's that's my promise to you. 
Garage Nation, whatever recipe I do on Thursdays, I will cook in an hour and eat it. So much salmonella and E. coli coming your way, I feel like. You could, I mean, you could cook chicken fast. Uh, yeah. Uh, just make sure, just make sure, say, just make sure your chicken and your pork's all the way done. You could cook chicken in like 20 minutes. Depends on how you do it, Jim. No. There's only a few. So you're telling me that in every universe, the laws of thermodynamics, no matter how you cook it, chicken is done in 20 minutes. Well, however I will cook it, it will be done in 20 minutes. Also, okay, that's fair. I that's feel a fair like caveat. my body can handle a little salmonella. <laughs> Honestly, I don't disagree. <laughs> and then Friday, Chase said, picks porch. Um, I'm also bringing back a couple things. I'm trying to do some more daily stuff. I've got my my TikTok hot tub life advice coming back, hitting you with that every day. So follow me on TikTok. And then follow both of us at XFL Gym and at of Oaklawn. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us a follow on subscriptions. Also follow us on Better Than Dot Vegas. Giving out gambling picks all the fucking time. It's great. That's what I'm talking about. I that think they're is doing some I... audio podcasts too. So give go go give them a follow on Spotify, Apple Music, Google like podcast the whole shebang and bang thank you all so much for watching for listening this has been the gymnasium peace out and stay garage certified everybody <laughs>